Father Anthony Cornieris once said, if you don't serve one God, you will serve thousands of gods. Our choices are to be slaves to our impulses or slaves of God, which promises the greater eternity. Even the centurion was under authority, and he had people under his authority. Freedom, independence, that's not the issue. We think freedom means throwing off the heavy yoke of responsibility and obligation. That's not what freedom is. Freedom is the freedom to choose to follow God and to serve God. Our identity is rooted in following the Master. He is our example of what it means to be a person, for he is perfect God and perfect man, as we discussed this past Wednesday at the parish council. We had a lively discussion with lots of ideas flowing, but it came out that Christ is perfect God and perfect man, and that the ascension for that reason is a very significant and important feast. Because what happened at the ascension? Man ascended to heaven and sat at the right hand of, our, uh, of God. What excuse do we have? Our nature is sitting at the right hand of God in the form of the God-man, Jesus Christ. It blows our mind. That is what he's come to do for us. So identity is the big question these days. Who am I? What can I become? I heard on the past week that even gender is in question. The big question among high school students today is what is your PGP? Your preferred gender pronoun. One day, a young man wanted to be called he and him. In the afternoon, he felt like being called she and her. Another kid wanted to throw off entirely the tyranny of gender identity as too restrictive, too limited. As Orthodox Christians, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We know who we are. The path to salvation is well trodden and painted with the blood of the martyrs. Does that mean that I have to become a fourth century Roman in order to be orthodox, to dress funny, to say funny incantations in order to be saved? When I was grafted into the Orthodox Church, I didn't know how to be, what to do, what to say. But with time and patience, it became clear that I was becoming in Christ and that this is who I was. And this is who I chose to be. I wasn't eradicated or eliminated. I was set free. 
They had to take me as I was. And I had to become what Christ has called me to be. That's a lot of power. The power of the message of salvation. The power to live in truth and love. What are we doing with that power? How do we use that power? Christ showed us in a word, kenosis. You've heard this word before. It's a Greek word that means self-emptying. As you recall, Christ was the second person of the Trinity, sitting at the right hand of God. And he emptied himself to become one of us. He laid it all aside and took on our flesh. That is how God uses that power. And that is how we are called to use that power as well, to give it away, not to cling to some sort of right or power. That is why to the Jews, the gospel is a stumbling block. It's not the way the world's supposed to work. You came here to save us. We are the chosen people. To the Greeks, it was foolishness <coughs> to give away, to die. How is anybody saved by that? It's counterintuitive, but it's based on grace, not on law. Christ came for us and showed us how to be. So, we are to follow him and to be as he is. But who can handle such a heavy burden? Who can be perfect in every moment to do what must be done so that other people will see the light and live? That we will be their door into the kingdom of heaven. That they will see what salvation is in us. It's a heavy burden. And we can't really manage it by ourselves. That is why God gave us the Holy Spirit. Now, don't we look a lot like Christ? Christ was perfect God and perfect man. We are men and women. But now we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Now we have the power to live as Christ called us. This is our identity. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We have to work out our salvation and fear and fear and trembling. And that is liberation. So at this point, I'm going to talk about St. Philothea. <clears throat> 